get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? What up, though? This is Otis. <laughs> I was just about to, I, I was actually thinking about saying before we started, like, yeah, so uh, when we first started doing this, people couldn't tell us apart. Now, apparently, that's uh, something we need to do again. Yeah, so. which, which is which is cool, you know. Uh, as we get new listeners, you know, maybe the experience with, with the other folks' experience when we first started is kind of telling us apart and so forth. So I said I figured I'll add that back into into the rotation of of intros since. Uh, I think most podcasts kind of announce themselves anyway. I think at this point, everyone knows who Combat is and who who's the other guy? Premium uh, Pete. Premium Pete, yes. Yeah, so, but they still say their name, so yeah. whatever. Anyway, welcome to the 56th episode of the What Up Though podcast. He's Otis and I'm not Otis. Right. <laughs> Back in his bitch for another week. Uh, had a really good uh, week of plays for last week. Uh, that was uh, Forrest Whitaker raping bags of milk. <laughs> Uh, I have to say that, you know, normally I, I have very little input on the names of these things, uh, podcast, but that was pretty, uh, yeah, that was, that was kind of on point. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I thought I'd touch on some of the finer topics, some of the finer points in that last episode, you know? Yeah, that was cool. And his old. I think every episode we have somehow put rape in the title. We've we had it with a lot of them other than <laughs> fucks with the Pope, but then, you know, that, that could have been something crazy with Catholic churches and shit and yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so uh, a, a listener had, had mentioned that, you know, she couldn't tell which one, which, who was which, and so forth. So we was like, eh, let's say it. Fuck it. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're a new listener on Mike, um, at Michael underscore Aaron, uh, and, and that's um, it. I don't know what <laughs> right. to say. I'm not popular. And, so um, I have like a... I'm that guy who tweeted that thing. Like, right. uh, I'm that guy who tweeted that thing and nobody noticed. Right. That's, uh, that's about well, it. Otis is the star of the You could be the, 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 the non-popular popular Twitter guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the marrow. <laughs> I'm the marrow to Otis's Deezus. <laughs> don't, sell, don't sell yourself. I'm the premium Pete to Otis's don't, Combat Jack. Don't sell yourself too short. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, we had a really good week last week in plays. We ended up doing like uh, 100 and... Something. 170. And that's after... Oh, well, no, it has been... No, it's only been two days. Shit. Let's take me the third day, so yeah. Yeah, so um, I posted about maybe midway through Monday. New, I think it was like 2 o'clock. So, yeah, so uh, just over 48 hours. Yeah, so I was... And I think, you know, if if, if you uh, haven't heard the, the last episode, uh, we had two guests... Uh, that end up being more interactive with the podcast that they anticipated. So, but it was pretty cool though. Um, it was a good conversation. Uh, one of them was my uncle, and other was Cat. And uh, yeah, he uh, he's a little older, so you know he had a you know after all of the the old jokes Mike was spewing. I have he, no idea how old he is, by the <laughs> way. Like, I don't think he's that old. Like, I, if I could peg him for age, I would guess 
maybe early 40s? Yeah, he's early 40s. Okay, so yeah, like he, he ain't that old. Yeah, he ain't that old. That old. Early, mid, but you know. He had a cool perspective on a few things, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. So he gave that first person perspective from the Jim Crow era. Right, right, right. <laughs> when I when I started driving eighty five, like what? Back when I first started uh drinking from the whites only faucet. Right, right. <laughs> so they used to have counters I couldn't sit at and then, you know, shit happened and then King was shot and <laughs> <laughs> shit. So it was a cool episode though. Um That was the worst day in high school ever. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you think of high school stuff. I think we talked about this before. Uh, uh, only thing, the one thing I truly remember from high school uh, being, like, monumental and, like, media was uh, when OJ. OJ got off. That was the <laughs> only thing yep. that I could really, really remember from high school. I need to get more into podcast mode. I'm still kind of just, like, I'm a little lightheaded from my cigar, and I'm just kind of, like, in a daze. I'm like, I'm like... I'm like catching everything like a couple seconds late. Like, uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the OJ yeah. shit was crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, like in retrospect, it was actually damn near kind of foolish. It, it was like very everybody foolish. was so turned up when he was. <laughs> when they they said he wasn't it was guilty. it was so foolish, dude. So foolish. We were wa- we were watching the trial um, in my English class. It was tenth grade. So I, that happened in ninety five. Yes, because I yeah. was in uh, ninth grade, and I was in my health class which was like our we had for half the semester the health health class period was health and for the other half of the semester it was like gym so oh, okay. it shifts to to gym where we would do you know you know gym shit i don't you know where, i don't I, I actually literally do not remember what we did during the gym portion of the semester i just remember being in the gym but like, it didn't have we didn't have like like we watch movies and shit, they'd be like climbing ropes to hit the bell at the top, and we didn't do that. But I feel like we did like. So I remember doing that in middle school. I, I never did that. I remember doing that, and uh, which I'm I'm grateful for because that would have been the ultimate struggle for like me. The, the, the exposing of, of Mike not being right. <laughs> like you can't do that, Mike. Nope, nope. I yeah. could pa- I, I've never tried it, but I'm assuming I could never do it. Like I could, pa- and it's funny because like I could pass off as decent in most athletic things like i wouldn't look totally inept with any other in any other sport like we could play football i'd be perfectly serviceable you can play basketball i'd be perfectly serviceable same for baseball whatever obviously i'm, I'm black so i don't play hockey but like well partially black so i don't play hockey have you ever played like the street hockey uh or like uh, i i i attempted once um Climbing up a rope, Shit. it wasn't. It I'd wasn't. I'd be looking like a girl, probably. I did it in, in middle school. I don't know if I could do it right now, though. Um, probably not. I'm I'm in terrible shape. I'm gonna say I'm fairly strong, but have way too much weight to lift up. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. You know, I was. That's why I sucked at pull ups too. Like I got, I'm strong, but I got I too much weight to pull up. I don't know. I think I'm trying to think. I I was about 190 when I graduated from high school, so I'm guessing four years before that, I could have been maybe one. 2130 or something I don't know but you I came 60 70 pounds in high school I mean shit you know high school I think is a, a, a time of growth you know as far as <laughs> like like up and down and side to side so maybe you know so either that or I was maybe let's say 160 you know uh it was a lot easier pulling 160 now pulling 260 270 eh, you have to have I don't know I don't I, I don't see it I don't yeah, see you it. have to have John Cena arms. Oh, yeah, though that shit ain't happening. So, but yo, that, what like a big ass skillet 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it does like like a big ass like big pile. I don't know. I think it was some kind of oil pan or something, oil change pan or some shit. I don't know. Well, I think it's just two different things that look like it's a yeah, like a handle. Yeah, we think it's some on some on top shelf of this garage. I'm sorry, studio. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So we got a. It's been a so-so weekend in social media, uh, which is uh, typically a huge part of our of our of our show. Um, I think. Where do you want to start? I don't know. I feel like you need to like heavily host right now because I don't know why. I'm just like okay. My brain is on like such a serious time. Off the subject of any of that shit. Do you do y'all sleep with y'all dog? Do y'all dog sleep in y'all bed? Yes. <laughs> now y'all have a small dog. So. Against my will. <laughs> so how did how so how did how did that uh, how did that happen? Because when we got her, that was just where she slept. Like I don't know. She just wanted she just wanted to have the dog in the bed, and now it's like a habit. Like it just kind of just grew from there. I think it's kind of a thing where it's like once you. If once you first get a dog, if you don't want that dog sleeping in the bed, you got to start with that dog not sleeping in the bed. It's hard to wean a human or an animal off of something that they're 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 accustomed to from birth. So it just kind of started that way, and it just continues that way. Like she, the dog, she kind of like will float back and forth. Like she doesn't necessarily need to sleep in the bed the entire time, but it's not like she's like banned from it either. So yeah, I got a Facebook friend who. This is so weird. I can't wait to hear why you asked that. It's nothing crazy. It just got this Facebook friend who, friend who constantly posts pictures of her dog swaddled in blankets swaddled. and shit. <laughs> just like wrapped up like, like she's about to cake it and like carry the dog into the cold and shit for miles wow. or something. Is this person uh, single? Yes. Okay. Single with a kid. Uh, huh. So I don't know. And she's white too, so. I didn't know if that was a white thing. Oh, so she fucking tongue kisses her dog then. I'm pretty there's sure no, she yeah, does. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure she does. If she, rips, she, if she swaddles the dog, lets it sleep in the bed, yeah, she's probably tongue kissing that, well, that dog. Well, I know my, well, our dog now, which is well, my wife's dog, used to sleep on I like how you don't claim him. My wife's dog. <laughs> like, well, it's not I, our dog. It's my I guess it technically be. I, I don't know, man. It's like. do the same thing. Shit. He, uh. It took him a while to get used to me being in the house. I guess it just, you know, since she had been single and stuff, it was just, you know, her, her son and a dog. So it's like, you know, I remember this one time I tried to kick this nigga out the room. This nigga growled at me. I mean, and I wasn't literally kicking him. I'm just like, you know, come on, let's go. I kind of like give him a little push with my foot. This nigga, look. I was like, you got one more time. You're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be on somebody's wall and shit. You keep <laughs> fucking with me. But I guess he's one of because he realized I'm the one that takes him out and throws the fucking ball with him and shit like that so i don't know why our dog likes me <laughs> like, like our, the vast majority of shit our dog does ear takes the shit out of you me. feed him no <laughs> yeah, okay well i don't know then that's not to say she don't eat she eat i just don't like no i understand that i'm yeah, saying you I know just, maybe I your, just don't, your fiance feeds them but yeah, you know I don't give her treats or nothing like that i mean i do on occasion but not enough to associate me with that. I think the only thing is that I might be more inclined to like rubber and shit like that. And the only reason I do it, it's a it's a weird kind of relationship because like our dog I think has like a over the top obsession with licking. Like it's, she's not just like, hey, I lick you just because you're here. It's like she 
her tongue is constantly just like all over the place. She's like licking her own face, licking the air for no reason, licking just everything. Like she'll like lick the couch, like she'll lick the table legs, like she'll lick everything. And like if I had one wish prior to getting a dog, it would be a dog that don't lick much. And I got the opposite <laughs> of that. So like what she does is she'll hop up on me and start licking me and the only way I can get her to stop is to start rubbing her. So I start rubbing her but, to get her to stop licking. And but she, in her and she head, that as affection. So. Right. In her head, she looks at it like, if I lick, I'll get rubbed. So like now it's like a bad cyclical relationship where I'm rubbing her to stop her from licking me, and she's licking me to get rubbed. So she's like, like She's like, cool, nigga, keep it up, nigga. Right. That's the only reason. She, <laughs> that's really the only reason she fuck with me because, you know, like, I'll rub her if she irritates me enough. But then I learned recently that, like, if I, like, blow at her fur... It, like, freaks her out. And I think it's because she doesn't quite understand, like, why her fur is moving. Like, I don't think... She, maybe she, like, don't understand the concept of air and shit like that. Uh, so I'll go, okay, like... Okay. Like, at her at her fur, like, on top of her head. And she'll, like, freak out. Like, what the fuck was that? And then, like, I'll do... If I do it, like, twice, she'll just, like, leave. Like, okay, fuck this. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm out. So, like, when she drives me crazy, I can just, like... A couple times at her head. And then, like, she's like, all right, I'm out. I'm sick of this nigga. So... That works out for me. So we have a mutually beneficial relationship at this point. That's interesting. My bad. I ended up getting a, I had, remember I had message. Uh, I had tweeted. Uh, you Gar- clash of the clans. I swear. To I'm God. not. I'm not. No. <laughs> I had. I had. Uh, uh, when I had tweeted Garden Hour, but she ended up DM, DMing me. Now it's like I'll respond, respond later. It's not needed for this podcast. Maybe oh, later. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, your dog is interesting. Um, it is 11.58 a.m. Uh, in Gardenhouse City. Uh, so, I mean, well, well she's going to assume she's going to listen to this at some point. I added her city to the world clock in my iPhone app just so I get an idea of what time it is where she's at. Because she's always, like, listening to our podcast at a weird time. or It's, it, it's kind of hard to get an us. idea. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get an idea, wrap my head around time difference and if you say hey we're you know my city is x amount of hours ahead of you it's like okay but when you look at the clock and see that it's 11 50 a.m tomorrow <laughs> right for right. her and it's right now 10 28 for us that's like helps put in perspective so i could look at that and think like okay like this is midday for her right now and I, it also made me think like we can like never have her on this podcast because like, we record it like if she has a regular nine to five type job she's at work so, but yeah. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, our dog don't sleep in the bed. Uh, <laughs> I guess he used to sleep at the foot of the bed when she was by herself, but nah, not anymore. Your dog too big for that shit. Nah, that motherfucker would jump up there. He's always putting his paws up, trying to see what's up. Like, no, I need to get your punk ass on. <laughs> Why? And when I toss I, and turn a lot, too. Like, when I smash the motherfucker. No, it's not even that. It's that, like, the weight on the covers so like it's like i can't really i'll start to turn so it's like oh you but can't, I can't turn or like i'll turn but the covers won't move so like <laughs> if i turn i'm like out the covers and shit like that so i'm just like all right get your black ass on somewhere she's black so black is in like the color black not like, black like, as in african like an african-american dog. dog right would that be like a pit bull then? <laughs> like, what would the African American dog that be? Would be it? That would be it. Yes, pit bull, Rottweiler. Well, yeah, and that would be the other one. Rottweiler. Uh, funny for years. It's funny how you hear words and you never really see it spelled. You better say how it's Rockweiler. Rockweiler. R O C K. I saw it spelled. I was like, oh, Rot. Yeah. Wilder. Not to mention the, the producer name, 
Oh, Rock the Wilder. Rock Wilder. It's actually right. spelled Rock. Yeah, that's. He probably, wouldn't, he probably don't even know. He probably think it's he's he spelled it just like the dog. He probably got like eight Rock Wilders. Like, yep, I love Rock Wilder so much. I'm gonna make my DJ name <laughs> Rock Wilder. <laughs> he probably still don't know. Yeah, he's probably like good and forty, and like, oh nope, that, that's not it. That's not it at all. Type of nigga that pronounced say Lasher and shit. Lasher. Somebody can write on Lasher. Somebody did a post about that, and I guess that's one of those things. If you don't actually see the street, you just all you hear it and say Lasher. Like it's not. It's like it's fucking impossible that it could be Losser. Like, yeah. like how can you see that shit and still pronounce it the opposite way? Like, or well, not opposite, but that way though. Here's the interesting street thing though. So I was uh, going somewhere. I don't know, and I put you know I put the address in my GPS because it was like. Somewhere that I'm not accustomed to traveling, so okay. basically somewhere east. So I don't really frequent the, I don't really frequent the east side because I value my life. So like, um, I was driving, and typically when I do directions, I do like the. I like to be be able to read it and have the list. I don't like the turn by turn shit mm-hmm. because it just leaves too much. Too much shit can happen. And be like, okay, turn up here. And then, like, oh, about the like, voice oh, thing? Yeah, the voice. Yeah, I, I don't never have be like, that. Okay, turn, you know, make a right right now. And it's like, fuck, I'm like, I'm not ready. But, like, if I have, like, the list, I can look at it. If it's written out or well, typed out or whatever, I can look at it ahead of time and say, okay, this is where I need to go. So, you know, I can see the steps and make the right turns with it. But th- for whatever reason, this time I had the actual sound on and it was talking. And it said, make a left on Gradio Avenue. Gradio, and I was like Gradio, and but then I thought about it. I was like, technically, if you look at the spelling of the word, Gradio is far more phonetically correct than Gratiot. That French, I'm assuming so. But even if it was French, the, the not that that makes sense because I don't I don't know French, so I, I mean it wouldn't make like sense. The to at the end of the to sound, the like Gradio Gradio sounds weird. The Grady part. But the E-O at the end for I-O-T, that makes sense to me phonetically, especially for French. Grash it? To me, that doesn't make sense in any there's no way. Sh- there's no S-H in this grash yeah. it. And it's like, okay, for English, it, it definitely don't make sense. But even for French, I feel like the, the E-O for the I-O-T makes sense. I don't think shit makes sense for that T-I-O-T. It doesn't. So I, I don't know. It makes me wonder about the pronunciation of grash it. Like, is that... Phonetically sound for whatever language that that's that that street is based in, because I actually feel like Gradio is bad, but better than Gratiot as far as just phonics goes in any language. Gratiot. That's just me. Gratiot. That's just me analyzing weird shit. Like I'll just sit around and like, okay, what makes more sense for pronouncing this word? Just like you were looking at my lighter. Earlier. Yeah, I was just about to say that's the same thing. I was, I was looking. Yeah, and I'm, piece fitting and I'm not cheaper. And I'm not even going to explain you it. You can't explain it, it yeah. without, without them seeing it. There's no way you can explain it. Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, never mind. Fuck it. Just yeah. know this nigga was bored and looking at some shit that made like. Yeah, I can't do it. No. It was totally insignificant and like reading too much into it. Like, okay, you're really bored. So I clicked Gratiot in Wikipedia and went to surnames. And then the first thing that comes up is some guy named Charles Gratiot Sr., a French-American fur tapper. Sounds like somebody who fucks animals. Yeah, it sounds weird. Uh, Charles Gratiot was a merchant trader in the American Midwest during the American Revolution. (laughs) He financed George Rogers Clark with $8,000 for his Illinois campaign. Does it say how he's supposed to be pronounced? Does it have uh, like one of those phonetic spellings of the, of the name? 
Nope. So maybe his name is Gradio. We don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be Gradio <laughs> then. Yeah, that doesn't have any phonetic, uh, phonetic spelling. Um, but he was born in Switzerland. Hmm. Uh, descended of the... Huguenots? Struggle face. Yeah, I, I did, yeah. Huguenots. I don't know. I, mean, I can't even see what he's saying. I'm just saying shit. H-U-G-U-E-N-O-T. Your guess is as good as mine. Huguenot. Huguenot. Not even going to try. But that is, fr- that place where, he's, where it says from is French. So it could be a French Gratiot name. Gratiot is a very French spelled word. But I still feel like Gratiot, not Gratio, but like Gratio or Gratio or something like that. The Gratio is what, is what makes sense to me. The it at the end, Gratiot, that it doesn't make sense for T-I-O-T for a French word. To me, I don't, I don't know French, but if it was Gratio or Gratio or Gratio or something, the E-O makes sense to me. Well, I guess basically from what we're we're seeing and what we thought, and I just I just randomly said French because it just sounded like it. <laughs> I sound like it could be, but I don't know French, so I'm sure someone will correct us on the SoundCloud page of what what the origin is. But uh, where he's from or his or, or origins from is uh, of French, you know, descent. Um, so maybe so, whatever. I know if I wasn't from here and I saw it spelled out, I would think it was. I would probably say grad. Gradio, maybe. I wouldn't. I probably Gratio. wouldn't say. I wouldn't say Gratiot though. I definitely wouldn't say Gratiot. I don't think I would say Gratiot. Yeah, but it's other streets though. Like, how would you have said Cashew? Like that. Think you would have said it as Cashew? Yeah. Or Cashio? Cashio. Cadu. Now you would have pronounced the D. No. Because it. it Looks French to me. What does French look like? What I don't is the- know. I, don't, <laughs> I can't explain it. That's why, like, I, I always, um, I always tell people that, like, I'm really good with the English language and the, you know, English language fucking with, sucks, dude. It does, but like, the whole grammar Nazi thing, I can tell you the right or wrong way to write something, but I can't tell you why. Like, I can't really tell you the rule. Like, okay, then when you do this, then this is how it's supposed to be. Or this is the why you put this. I can just kind of tell you how it is. And maybe that comes from reading a lot or just studying a lot. But I don't know the rule behind it. But, like, with something with cashew, like, I would look at it and I could say this looks French. And I would think cashew or, or something like that. So, I, I don't know what French is. But all them vowels and an X... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of extra know. shit. It's though. very Frenchy to me. A lot of vowels and an very X. Frenchy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's Frenchy and shit. Yeah, yeah, I would have said that. A lot of vowels and an X. That's French. It's, French, it's <laughs> Frenchy and shit. It's way too many consecutive vowels. Frenchy. Yeah, I like that. We don't fuck with that many vowels in the English language. Man, English is so stupid, dude. It is trash. You can have. You could say. If, if you say spell read and R E A D R E E D and then and then I thought R E E D too. That's like what I'm saying. For the that's what I'm saying. R- wood peat R- you put yes. R E A D R E E D and then spell red and and, and th- but then also <laughs> you have read like the per- a person's name which is R E I D 
again, <laughs> that just that just further explains it. Uh, then spell red, R E A D again, mm-hmm. the same spelling as read. It's just stupid. I hate the English language. It's, dumb. <laughs> it's just I want to be French now. Now is it <laughs> now the words that are spelt the same but different are is that homophone? No. That's our homophones are words that sound the same. Sound the same, different. but spelled so, yeah, different. Read would be. But what's the opposite? So that's the opposite end. It they sound the same, but spelled different. But is there for spell different? Now I'm just showing how much my English is fucked up that I can't. That's yeah, you might be making up something right. that don't exist. Right. What's the opposite of that? Yeah, but is there is there a term? Words for, that are spelled the same but sound different. Yeah, <laughs> they actually probably are words like that. It gotta be though. Words that are spelled the same, but sound that can be pronounced different. Well, read fits. No. Yes, read fits both. So, I don't know. So there are four four terms for this shit. Wait. Okay, so I'm reading from this one page, vocabulary.com. The words that can be fusing can, yeah, can be confusing. I guess if I don't say it, it could be confusing. The words that it's can be confusing. It's about to get real. <laughs> this word set can be confusing even for word reads. Let's start with the basics. A homograph is a word that's that has the same spelling as another word but has a different sound. So that's I guess that's what it is then. Does it give an example? Yes. So lead to go in front of and then lead a metal. So okay, so it is a a term for that then, and and our, our so right. we still like read, read and read same spelling, different pronunciation depending on the context. Okay, so homophone would be a word that is the same sound as another but spelt different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that. I guess that okay. So those are the two ones then. So opposite. Okay, yeah. Two, two, two. Three different spellings. Yeah. And then, well, that's the, their different spellings, but sound the same. There, there, and there. Pray, pray, whatever. I feel like it's like a second grade fucking uh, uh, refresher at the ripe ages of 30 something. Might me, need to change the subject yeah, before like, we lose listeners. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. Like, <laughs> I did not change. tune into this shit right. to hear about read versus read. Right. And I done, <laughs> my cigar done went out and shit, too. Where's your lighter? Oh, uh, right here. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. People start might really thinking much less of me. I mean, they probably already do with all the ass fucking uh, experiences. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think that's necessarily a detriment to your character. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I don't know. I think I have a pretty bad reputation as far as uh, not necessarily stuff I've said on the podcast, but my I feel like my Twitter feed is just very unpopular. I, I feel like I say a lot of shit that just does not sit well with people. Which is ironic since I'd say the same shit on the, on the podcast, but I don't really get too much shit over it. Well, I mean, we have like three listeners, so oh, that's true. I guess that yeah. kind of um, we fuck it, with y'all, right? <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I, I lately, I like I was telling you, I was telling you earlier for the a podcast, space game going with all our listeners, man. <laughs> man, niggas will get ate the fuck up, man. I think it would be some fucked up shit happen after that because people take space way too serious. And then if you you know I know when well, we haven't we haven't had a fair reunion in years, um, but the beer whist games get live, they yeah. get live as fuck in my yeah. family. 
They get live as fuck anywhere. Anybody, any, because fucking casual ass book nerds or corny motherfuckers don't play bid. Like, only, like, as far as I know, only niggas play bid. <laughs> so, really? I don't know, yeah, I don't know, I don't know nobody who I wouldn't classify as a nigga that played bid. <laughs> you mean nigga as in male or nigga as in black? Nigga as in, like, nigga. I thought like, you were talking about, like, dudes and shit. No, oh, okay. I'm. Yeah, I don't know too many. Uh, uh, you can do, be a do, woman. Do white people play? I think they play like euchre or some shit. Yeah, yeah, they play euchre. But yeah, my family unions. Well, we ha- we need to have another family union, man. They would get live. You could see that the the card table. They start playing the beer with, and shit gets crazy. Um, one of there's never been a beer beer game that's been played quietly. Mm. <laughs> no, there's no beer with game to get quiet. My mom is really good, and I know I know my mom is really good in my family, and my great aunt, who's uh, she's well, she's seventy eight now, and shit gets real. Damn. So funny. Uh, so Play, it was she a been playing bid with Rosa Parks and shit. She right. Been, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like she's been doing it for a minute. <laughs> man, she's hilarious too. Man, she's a. Uh, like I say, she's seventy eight, and I've seen her like twice in the last two weeks. Um, because we were at functions for family, and since she lives out back back my way, I would t- I've been taking her home because she stays like a uh, ninety six in the um, uh, middle belt area. Okay, so we'd be out in wherever we was at. So you'd be like, I'll take you home, thinking in your head like I can stop by the wine palace every time I think <laughs> it, and I haven't stopped yet. That's the crazy part. I haven't stopped yet, although I could have both times. Uh, but yeah, so. That so this past Saturday I take her home and she I guess she had, had a couple of drinks so she's like your seventy eight year old great aunt be drinking yes, yes. what did she, she drink I don't well I think she was drinking what they had so I think she had like some like some Ciroc and lemonade or some shit that's <laughs> <laughs> funny but I don't know what's funny about it is it's funny Ciroc, as fuck, like, dude. Like, I don't only, think that she would drink like either she was drinking that or margaritas but I think she was drinking a Ciroc I have I to ask like old people only drink like oh shit and or like uh Paul Masson yeah. and shit like that. E and J. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, yeah, one of my uncles, that's all he was drinking was fucking E and J for years. But uh so yeah, he just got that Ciroc and lemonade. Right, exactly. So she had her mixed <laughs> drinks and shit. Right, that's I think it was berry berry and lemonade and shit. Um so I'm taking her home and man, she said the phrase Fuck the dumb shit at least twenty times. She what? was ranting. She was spilling all kind of family biz and shit as we were riding home. Well, now we going from Oak Park to Livonia, so That's a hike. about twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah. We're going straight down Eight Mile. Pure fucking entertainment, dude. Fuck the dumb shit. Fuck the dumb shit. Where she does like, a seventy eight year old woman pick up? Fuck the dumb shit. Like you gotta. Was she watching Love and Hip Hop? Like what the fuck, man? I don't. I don't think that's new, man. That's just. You know, fuck the dumb shit is just, you know, that goes from years of, I can't get in this seat on the bus, fuck the dumb shit. You know? I can't I can't drink off this phone, fuck the dumb shit. Her fucking bro, Rosa Parks, is like, yeah, fuck, fuck the, the dumb, dumb shit. shit. I'm, I'm sitting down I, in this front seat. I can seat. vote now? Fuck the dumb shit. Man, but, so she's spilling all kind of shit about, oh, it was it was all kind of random family shit. It wasn't nothing really crazy, but, you know, all I just said, you know. Excuse my French. And then she's like, fuck the dumb. And it's like she put so much emphasis on fuck the dumb shit. It was hilarious, man. That was one of the best 25 minutes of driving I've ever done, <laughs> dude. So, it was funny. It was weird is that, like, 
every time I've taken her home, I, I helped her move over to where she lived at and taken her home a few times from stuff. And she always wanted to give me money. And I always decline it because I'm not taking her home for money and shit. But, you know, old people, they just make you take their money and shit. <laughs> So, and they, it, I'll be like reaching for it. Like they, you don't have to, get, you don't have to do that while I'm actually taking. Right. It. You don't have to pay me for this. You know they do like the, you know the handshake when they grab your hand and, and put the money <laughs> folded and shit, put it in your hand and shit. So last time I think she gave me like twenty dollars. I'm like, you know, it's much appreciated. I didn't, you know, so I said she put in your gas tank, blah blah blah. So, all right, then. all right, fuck <laughs> it, I'll do it. So last time I dropped, so I bought a couple of cigars. Right, exactly. So I bought, I bought four for ten and bought something else. So last time. It's well, Saturday, you know, I'm like, you know, don't worry about it, Auntie. I'm fine. Oh, put in your gas. You know, the whole routine. So I help her out the, help her out the car. I threw it in my, uh, there's a little hole in my, on a hole, little compartment. <laughs> not a hole in my truck. I threw it in the hole in the it's, car. It's a little, da- it's, it's like on a dash, but it's like a little pocket. So I just tossed it in there, yeah. helped it to her, it helped it to the door. And so I grabbed it so I could put it in my pocket. I'm like, this is a fucking $50 bill. And I'm like, Shit. I don't know if she really meant to do this, but. Whatever. I'm like, if she called me like, baby, uh, I need you to bring me back $30. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got you. But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy to say. But my, I remember my, one of my grandmas used to do that. Well, it was never that much money. But every time I helped her to the car, she would have like 2 or $3 in her hand. When I was like 5 and 6 or some shit. Yeah. Always did shit like that. So. My, grandma did. My, grandma, I said, my grandma does that shit, too. Have you ever... What's the the most money you ever found have you have you ever found, found like a decent amount of money like 50, just like laying on the ground and 50, shit 50 dollars me too 50 that's dollars. the most i've ever found and i'm almost certain i know who dropped it <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty that nigga. i'm keeping this shit. i'm pretty certain i know who dropped it too i man I don't, what was the circumstances it was just i i think it was this old couple that lived out where you live at um the taylors and um uh, Unless they live to like 140, I'm pretty sure they're dead now. But uh, so that 50 dollars is yours. Yeah. So they <laughs> I, I, they had walked from their car to their you know their place, and I'm pretty sure they were the only people out of time. And I go out, and I'm walking, and I look down, and I'm like, <laughs> look around and shit, man. I scooped that shit up so fast. I had to be about 10 or 11 or some crazy shit. So that I, was like 500 dollars to like a 10 year old and shit, man. I found my $50 at, do you remember Fake the Funk at MSU? Yep. That's where I found my $50, waiting in line to go into Fake the Funk at MSU. And the line, the line's packed, so you can't be like, you can't just like scoop it up. Like, because far or the person standing right in front of me might have dropped it. I don't know. So like, uh, for me, I was like. Do you do the, Do you stand on it and then yes, look around? I stood on it for a long time. <laughs> There's definitely a a, like, met, a method to the madness. Yeah, I, man, I did that shit flawlessly. I saw it and I didn't even react. Like I saw, I didn't even know how much it was actually. I just saw money on the ground and I didn't even respond. I didn't look at it. I didn't make a sound. All I did was put my foot on top of it, and then I stood there for a little while, made sure nobody was looking. Just stood there for like a long ass time. And then went to tie my shoe. <laughs> yep, that's the thing. I've done took that. the money out from under it. And then even then, I didn't look at it. I just held it in my hand and then put it in my pocket. And I didn't even look at it until I got in. And I got in. I was like, let me see what I got. I took like, that I, shit. I saw a 50. I was like, God I damn. I feel like you were trained for that shit. That's, 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 yeah, that's good shit. I've done that with finding money. And I was like, 
ten twenty dollars or some shit. I was like, shit. oh, it's gonna be a good weekend. That's you do. You the, 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 fifty dollars for a college student, man. The, the process is to step on it, uh, tie your shoe, and then slip it up, put it in your pocket, and then you look at it later. Yes, I looked at it later. That was the key. Because I didn't want to be in that crowded ass line looking like, oh, what is this? Yep. Well, I, I stepped on it, slid it in my pocket, and didn't look at it until I got in. Yep, you look at it later. That's it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the most money I found. What about you won at the casino? Oh, I ain't never won shit in no goddamn casino, though. I, I think I, the actually, the very last time I went to the casino, I won my fiance in Canada, and we put in like. The, the dope thing about that is you get like a little bit more for your money because of the exchange rate. Right. So like I, I I don't remember what I put in, but I think I I think I came out with forty dollars more than I came in with, and that's literally the most I've ever won at a casino. I don't never win shit at a casino. I won like seven. And I made forty dollars. Turn nigga, like yes, <laughs> the best night ever. Whereas my fiance has come out with like a couple hundred more. Yeah, everything just works better when you're pretty. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the case. I think that's even rude. slot machines like you when you're pretty. Yeah, I think that's the case. Um, yeah, I think I won. I won seventy dollars on my twenty first birthday. Prior to the forty, my most was seven. Really? Damn. Seven at in Vegas. <laughs> I was up seven dollars in Vegas. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna count I'm my out. blessings. I'm out. <laughs> Seven dollars. Right. I'm just gonna yeah, count I, my blessings. I, I, this is a I, win. I could go give me a sandwich now. Right. I can go get me like half a drink. Let me get a Coors Light bottle. That'll be eight dollars. Well, I only got to pay one dollar for this Coors Light. Man, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't do too well. That's why I don't gamble. Cause that's why I don't do it either. One, I can't afford to lose what I, what I could lose, what I lose, and so right. I'm pissed off about it. But my, I've had homeboys. Well, homeboys, man, I was with him. He's like, man, I'm gonna put in sixty dollars in the slot, and then we out. We weren't even there for that. He ain't spending more of the money, so this was just it. Man, he put twenty in, didn't work. He's like, put the twenty in. You know, I put it in for him, hit it, didn't work. Why did you have to put twenty in for him? Because he was doing multiple machines at the same time. That shit. Okay. So did that. Then he put this other twenty in this other one. Hit it a few times. Next thing I know, it was like. Next thing you know, he said it was either something like eighteen hundred or twenty two hundred or some shit. What the fuck, dog? I'm sitting here like, why couldn't it be me? I was broke as fuck that day, dude. That week, that month, whatever time. I know I was, I was broke as hell. Man, if I put twenty dollars in a slot machine and came away with eighteen hundred or twenty two hundred, I would probably legit cry. <laughs> like, like this is the greatest day of my life, man. $1,800. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. He's bought drinks for the rest of the fucking night. That's for fucking sure. I know. I had to, I had to do $15 in my pocket. Wasn't go go nowhere. Right. Man, that's crazy. I can't even imagine. In a slot machine at that? Like, man, fuck. That'd nah. be it for me, man. I, I'd be... I don't even think I could possibly make it up to 1800 because I'd bail before I got to that point. I'd have to win 1800 at one time. Cause I'm not gonna get up to like 700 and be like, "Oh, I'm doing great. Let's keep going." No, I'm getting the 700. I'm out. So I, I don't know. But with me, I'm so accustomed to not winning shit. I wouldn't even get up to 700. Man, I get up to 60 and be like, "Well, this is a great night. <laughs> I'm out of here." Seven dollars. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was turned on that seven dollars too, man. I was happy. I was like, "Oh, it's a good night. Seven dollars, sweet." 
Yeah, I don't win shit, dog. I don't win out a goddamn thing. Yeah, my bar is very low for gambling winnings. So, um, we've wasted a lot of time being boring. So, uh, maybe we should start <laughs> talking about actual, <laughs> actual, actual <laughs> shit. So, uh, let's not get serious at the moment, and That's let's cool. talk about uh. The VMAs and the VMA nominations and Nicki Minaj and Taylor Swift. Okay, so you can explain that one because because you don't care. No, well, I didn't. Re- <laughs> I saw some of the tweets, but I know you you could tell me a lot more about it than um than You'd I be know. Surprised how little I know about it. But anyway, um, apparently Nicki Minaj didn't get nominated for Video of the Year, and I guess she was kind of salty about it, and she fired off some tweets basically saying, "I'm gonna paraphrase." Basically saying, like, if you're a skinny white chick, your chances of getting a video of the year nomination are greater than if you're a thick black chick. And that basically those sorts of award things are more geared toward, I guess, white people than black people. Or white women than black women, whatever. And Taylor Swift took a, a I don't want to say offense, but Taylor Swift her flat took ass her took offense. On yeah. And was like, and basically responded like, hey... I, I thought we were pals and whatever. <laughs> How could you? Yeah, I thought we were BFFs and I thought we were cool. Maybe one of the guys took your spot and Nikki's like, nah, it's not about you. I'm just saying that. But it really was about her. My thing is don't fake the funk. That's the only person you could be talking about. Right. And like you can't you can't say if she had if she had just said um video nominations or award nominations aren't geared toward awarding a, a black woman or a thick black woman, whatever the case may be, then you could just say whatever. But the fact that she specified a skinny white girl when there's only one skinny white girl nominated, mm. I can see why Taylor Swift will respond. I mean, it was for her, shit. I mean, that was her. I mean, that was like the most direct sub tweet ever. Right. I don't even talk about sub tweets right, anymore, that's but that's definitely, the, that is like, that's it. That was above water. That I mean, was that, was, that was, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> right, that was, that was there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, they had their little back and forth real quick, and it was squashed, and people were kind of like, yeah, Nicki Minaj was making a point about black women and, and awards, and Taylor Swift overreacted. And, they, you know, there was a little bit of reaction, and then Piers Morgan comes in today and writes a little piece about how uh, Nicki Minaj should have been playing a race card slash big booty black chick card. <laughs> and um, the thing that was interesting to me about that, because I didn't really care about that story, because, I mean, who cares about the VMAs as far as, like, the actual awards? Like, if I was an artist, who cares about a VMA? Like, it's not like, if I was an artist, I would care about a Grammy, and that'd be pretty much it. Or maybe, like, a major award, like, a in a different, you know, like, a, maybe a, a, I don't know if you're a country artist, uh, whatever the fucking country awards are, I don't know. But, I don't know um, those people. But the point is the actual awards. Like, a VMA, man, that shit, to me, the VMAs are just for, like, show. Like, it's just a award show to, you know, have people perform and to be entertaining. But, like, I don't think artists are making music thinking, like, man, I hope to win a VMA one day. Like, you hope to win a fucking Grammy. So I don't give a fuck about the VMAs. But what interested me was that Piers Morgan, who is generally maligned by black Twitter, like, they don't really fuck with him at all. And he generally tweets shit that like you mentioned earlier is like clickbait like he just says some shit to just like get people riled up sometimes like uh, uh like uh hey black twitter y'all gonna be pissed about this like that that was the like the the most was, obvious click fucking me, click, click, me, click me. me i'm gonna have some shit for y'all right <sighs> yeah 
and, but, he's, and he's been retweeting every every major news outlet about that because he, he's trying to sell that shit. Yeah, but um, he did make an interesting point in saying that how can you say that the award shows don't really work in the favor of thick black women when Beyonce was nominated for the same award that you saying that you were snubbed on, and in general Beyonce is nominated for everything. So like. And Beyonce's like the poster child for like thick black women. Exactly. So it's like, so I thought that point was sound, but even more so, he basically ended his his little piece by saying that the bottom line was that she wasn't nominated because her video wasn't that good. And when it what it really boils down to is that fact. And like the Anaconda video, Nicki Minaj was saying like, if you like, if you were like, help change or uh, affect pop culture. To such a significant degree that you should be nominated for a VMA. L- let's be perfectly clear. The Anaconda video was a well-budgeted twerk video. Like, there's nothing that affects pop culture. Like, it's not like you somehow shifted the the tone of music or social conversation or the way videos are made with your fucking high-budgeted twerk video. Like, it's, it was a high-budgeted twerk video. Like, the only people... The only reason I can say that I can't ex- explicitly say that the, the, the Anaconda video wasn't shit is because I like the Anaconda video. But I only like it because it's a fucking Nicki Minaj twerk video. She got a fat ass. Like, but the video itself, it wasn't anything special. Like, it's not a good video. It's just good in the sense of, like, if you're a man who thinks Nicki Minaj is sexy, then it's a good video. And that's it. And what it really boils down to is the video is not a good video. It's just... It's just a fancy twerk video. And then... Now, I can't speak on the other nominees completely because I haven't seen the Taylor Swift video, although I can imagine it's probably whack. But I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen the Taylor Swift video. But the other nominees were like Kendrick's All Right video, which is phenomenal. Ed Sheeran's video, which is really, really good. Um, Bruno Mars... Uh, what's the name of that song? Uptown Funk, which is... Nah. And then what was the... Uh, oh, Beyonce's 7-Eleven video. You're not playing it at your wedding? No. Well, actually, probably. <laughs> I was like, Did I played at the wedding. No, but but it's, it's it's not about you. It's not about me. Yeah, it's not up to me. So yes, that song will probably be played at my wedding, but that doesn't change the fact that the video is nothing special. <laughs> and um, Beyonce Seven Eleven video, which, well, <laughs> this is why nobody. This is why nobody retweets me. But I think Beyonce, this 7-Eleven video was whack as fuck. And as whack as the video is, the song is a million times whacker. Like, that's one of the worst songs I've heard in a long time. That's a really bad song. It's pretty bad, dog. It's pretty bad. That's a really bad song. I think I think I said something like it was like the 2014 uh, Hokey Pokey. Like, that's a fucking horrible fucking song, man. <laughs> Like, the video is, like, fun, but it's like, like I said in one of the earlier podcasts, we live in the yes age, man. And it's like, people who love Beyonce and shit, they just want some shit. They be like, yes, yeah, work, bitch. They, 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 that's all they want to say. So, like, when you look at the the 7-Eleven video or the Feeling Myself video, and they're like, oh, Nicki Minaj and Beyonce, they're so cute together. Them bitches better work, bitch. Like, that's all that's, like, that's all it really is. But, like, is, is it a good video? No, it's just two girls, like, hanging out and having a good time. Like... I mean, yeah. If you want, if you want to look at them as like being superior to you, and then you watch that video, and you're like, "Oh, these are just regular girls having a good time." 
then yeah, maybe that video means something to you. But as far as like actually being a like a video where I think like, oh, this should win an award. I'm not gonna look at Beyonce on a fucking balcony at a hotel <laughs> and go like, this shit win an award. Like this this bitch shot that shit on her iPhone. Like why, why am I gonna say like this should win an award? And it's the same thing for the fucking feeling myself video. It's like it's cool if you think that they're better than you and then you look and see that they're regular people or something and they hang out together and like, oh, I idolize these people and they hang out together and they have a good time and they eat cheeseburgers. It's like, I, I eat cheeseburgers too. I wonder if they don't put pickles on their burger like Otis. Like, they don't <laughs> care. But like... Man, I swear, I swear, I, I swear, I swear, I swear, if Beyonce's video wins, I'm going to troll the Beehive for a good week straight. Well, that'll be the end of you. It will be. But it'll be fun. Don't fuck with that damn beehive, dog. All I'm gonna do every day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put uh, Kendrick should have won hashtag beehive every <laughs> fucking day, every day. You're not wrong. If that happens, you're not wrong. Every day, I'm gonna do it every fucking day for a good week. Matter of fact, I'll do it for a month fucking straight. That'll be your. You can have two tweets for a month, month straight. You can have your Kendrick should have won hashtag Beehive and your you still ain't shit Mona Scott Young. <laughs> yeah, I kind of laid off since she blocked me, but I do it every so often just to let <laughs> niggas know that I don't give a fuck about her and her her. You do that shit every Monday. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was doing it every day for a while. Oh, <laughs> but I've 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 uh, toned back to like every every Monday. It's like and. Uh, and I, I watch the show. Me and my wife watch the show. It's one of the things we do on Mondays. Um, as we call it, the Ratchet Hour. And for the life of me, do you do you, do you watch the show? Not anymore. Okay. But, I haven't seen it in a while. But, you talking about Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. yeah just I've the Love and Hip Hop series, no matter what city it's in. Yeah. What I really hate, other than the, the coon shit that happens on there, is that they constantly put people who are not cool in the same setting right they set up the beast every fucking time and i'm just like it's just so counterproductive to to having peaceful black folks around each other like all you see is you see someone invite them out to dinner they be like well guess who's here and then they just pop (laughs) out and shit the motherfucker the motherfucker (laughs) who just threw a drink at you in like the last episode and shit and they do it every fucking time man and i just think come on man people ain't cool let the motherfuckers not be around each other it's like it ain't too many people, but it's a, a decent number of people that I'm probably not cool with. Don't put me in the fucking same room with this motherfucker. Like, I don't want to be in the same room with them. But my, I don't know if my pride will my pride will get me to leave. But I'm just like, I don't want to be around this motherfucker. I, you know I don't want to be around. This motherfucker threw a drink at me. I threw a drink at them. Ain't shit we need to talk about. Right. We don't think is they and they try to fake it by trying to make it like this reconciliation that's time part, and shit and that's, that's the part, the part that, that gets really me. really burns me yeah, up. If they if they did a little trick shit, we're like, hey, we're gonna go out to dinner and oh, guess who else I invited? That wouldn't bother me as much as when they actually act like they're trying to reconcile with that person. Like, oh, we just had this beef where you talked about my bad mother. Let's all let's both go to lunch and we need to hash this shit out. And then the, like it's so transparent. Like there's no way. They're doing this dinner to hash that shit out. It's like the producer said, okay, let's do the hash that shit out dinner so that y'all can fight again. Right. Like, it's so fucking obvious. That's what irritates me about it. Like, they don't even try to hide it no more. They use the same fucking system to do that shit every time. And the same result happens, and people eat it up. 
Like, I'm not even... Yeah. I, the last one I saw was the one that Ray J was on. And even then, I didn't watch, like, the whole season. I just saw, like, maybe the first few episodes before I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I really need to watch this anymore. Like, this, it's funny. This past episode, they had uh, um, Lil Scrappy and um, um, Stevie J was getting together to talk. Now, so Atlanta's airing now. In Atlanta okay. now. But uh, I don't even know what cities are airing at the moment. I think That's it was it was either last season. I don't know how many seasons it has been with them. But whatever season it was when that first, that season first started happening, happening, uh, little Scrappy and um, um, Stevie J was fighting. I remember that that fight in that parking lot. Or yeah, some shit? yeah. I so yeah, that. so when I saw him, I was, you know, me and my wife was sitting there, and she was like, "Shit, didn't they? Wasn't they fighting before?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And so. Episode, you know, they showed a commercial before they come together, and then they cut it, obviously. Right. So they come back, and then they start talking, yeah, man, you know, last season, we was beefing, but we cool now and shit. But it's funny, both of them have been to, like, alcohol rehab and shit like that, and <laughs> now these niggas all beefed, buffed and shit and all this shit. But, yeah, I don't know, man, they just they just push these fake-ass reconciliations for the sake of ratings, and that shit's whack as hell, man. Whack as fuck, but... I still watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad sometimes, but fuck it. I, I mean, for me, like, I would watch it, like, at work or something like that when I had nothing else to do. I mean, I'm, well, I'm supposed to be working. But, I mean, like, <laughs> I have nothing. My work I'm at work with other shit to do. Bro, I'm at work, but I ain't got nothing else to do. I was at work, but, like, my, my job didn't involve any any kind of actual brain power. So I could, you know, have something like that going at the same time so I could keep up. Now, I can't watch it at work, so now I got to... If I wanted to watch Love and Hip Hop, I'd actually have to devote time, time that I actually care about to watching it. Like, where I could be doing things that I actually need to be doing or want to be doing. And I don't want to watch Love and Hip Hop to the point where I'm going to DVR it and watch it later or anything like that. Yeah. And like, I want to... I'm, like, heavily into, like, TV and movie shit at this point. To the point where, you know, like I mentioned before, I'm going to start another podcast about it. But... So I got shit that I I actually want to watch for that purpose. So I don't have love and hip hop time. Like I love and hip hop. There's no space in my life for that shit. So I would watch it if I had if I had the opportunity to. In the sense of like if I didn't have it, if I didn't have to actually focus at work and I could have TV and shit playing, then I would probably watch it because that's a lot of hours in the day. I could watch a whole bunch of shit to the point where I'd be out of shit to watch to where I could watch love and hip hop. But now, nah. Can't do it. My only interest, per se, is the fact that, like, I, you know, when I see Twitter tweeting about it and shit, and I, I don't know what's going on, I would like to know what's going on, but that's it. Other than that, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we do got that shit. We watch. We some fucking heathens over here. But, yeah. So... Speaking of... Well, we talked about Nicki Minaj. Now... So her her boyfriend, Mr. Meek Mill, <laughs> came out with a, a a barrage of tweets and I, one of the tweets were That's fucking noodle. Fucking did he say that? <laughs> didn't he say that? He said it about Joe Budden. Right. Yeah. I, 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 like now I just started saying it. I said that I was say, I would start saying that shit like at some point like Yeah, like fucking just, noodle. Yeah, just not seriously just like Making fun of him and shit, but and that, yeah, I now I'm just saying it. Fucking I tweeted noodle. him that shit. I was like, at, I said something like, "You're a fucking noodle at Meek Mill." It was dope. <laughs> it was dope. He actually responded. Yeah, but uh, so he tweeted some shit about saying that Drake doesn't write his rhymes. Uh, 
and that just kind of been the whole thing of 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 Twitter today. What's your take? My what's first your take thoughts? Is that I'm surprised that it got as far as it did because accusations of rappers not writing their own rhymes isn't new. Like that happens a lot. So I figured it would fly under the radar, especially since it was nothing but like hearsay. It's just Meek Mill. He don't write his own rhymes. And I'm like, why would everybody take that seriously? Like, oh, my God, Meek Mill said it. It must be true. Like, who cares what Meek Mill says? But people took it seriously. So that was the first thing that surprised me was that it actually had traction. Like, people actually were taking it seriously. My second thought is the thought of do we care about rappers who don't write their own rhymes? And I've seen in my Twitter feed, uh, I would say a pretty pretty solid 50-50 split. That, that there's people who say, who cares if you don't write his own rhymes? And there's people who say, you can't be somebody who don't write your own rhymes. Especially if you're, if you're, I don't know, you know, Joe Random, whoever, whatever B-level rapper, who cares? But if you're Drake and you're randomly, cele- not randomly, but you're routinely celebrated as one of the more elite people in hip-hop, it's a, much heavier accusation and I don't I kind of get the idea of he doesn't have to necessarily write his raps all the time to be a valid artist but at the same time in a in a genre like hip hop where being quote unquote real is celebrated and when you're somebody like Drake who celebrated for being talented, it does take away from your legitimacy if you're not writing your own raps. There's just something about it that it just does not sit well with any... I don't think you can be a true hip-hop fan and write off the idea that he doesn't write his own raps. And even if it's like a thing where it's like he wrote, he writes 90% of his raps and 10% somebody else says, hey, I got a verse for you. You know, you can use this, and he uses it. It's still, there's just something about it that it's hard to really take somebody seriously if they don't write their own raps. And I can't really explain why, but I think it's just about the idea. Like, if you're a rapper and you want to be, you want to be held as somebody who's great, you can't, you you can't have somebody else writing your own raps. Yeah. And, but everybody, and the thing is, is that it's not like that's a rare thing. Like, I'm sure... Everybody probably at some point has spit a rap that somebody else wrote. So it's not like that means that Drake is whack and like he's just like a completely untalented rapper who has somebody else write all his rhymes. Like that's probably not the case. Like he probably he probably spits majority of the shit he spits is probably shit that he wrote. But it does it does hurt your reputation if you don't write your own raps or if somebody else is writing your if somebody else is writing your shit. And it really hurts your reputation if. Like I saw a TMZ article right before we started recording, where they posted that something that Funkmaster Flex played earlier tonight, where it was like a a version of a Drake song by I guess his supposed ghostwriter, and they're like identical. Like it wasn't even like I borrowed something from this guy's raps and put it into my own. It was like the same fucking shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Man. I think. Ten years ago and further, I think people really held rappers to that, you know, uh, you know, 
you should be writing your shit. I just don't see if that came out that it would be so damaging to him, especially since he's a kind of a half-ass singer too. But it, what, what's crazy about, uh, and I've never understood this, you know, you um, hip hop. You could be a hip hop artist, and you could be pretty much slandered if people ghost ghost write for you. Ghost writes for you, which has happened a lot in. In, in the industry, and there's tons of people who does uh, who's been doing ghostwriting for years for people. But if you're an R&B artist, everybody gets written for an R&B, and no one gives a shit. And I and I never understood why it was held more for rappers to be able to write their own stuff. And you could be an R&B artist, and you could almost never write your own shit, and no one gives a hell. It's just you know, long as you sing it well, you're good. That's so it. That, that's one of the reasons. Two reasons. That's one of them. Is like. R&B is more about, I think, the singing. Not more about, but more than rap. About the a- the actual singing talent portion of it than about the actual writing of the songs. But I think the main reason is that rap is celebrated as something where you have to be quote-unquote real. And if you not writing your own raps, people are going to say you're not real. And I think the thing with Drake is that when it really boils down to it, unless Drake doesn't write his raps at all, then I don't think it should be an issue. If he writes his own raps the vast majority of the time, and then sometimes he spits some shit that somebody else wrote for him, big fucking deal. Who cares? I just wonder why. It, now, it, if he don't write it, if he don't write his shit at all, then that's a problem. I just wonder why it takes it take a person like Meek Mill to people to really like give a fuck. Like if anything else he said, people won't even care about. But he says that one thing, and I don't know if you can even validate it or not from him. That's and why then I'm it just and it, by it. Like, and it takes cares? so much, and it takes a, a you know, uh, uh, shit up. You know, it, it just goes so far. I don't get like what makes what makes Meek say that. You know, so since so, he's been dating Nicki Minaj, his tweets have become way more relevant for some reason. Like he tweets, he it's like he tweets wild shit more, and people listen to him more. I, I don't know why. Especially since his tweets are like wild dumb. Like, he's really fucking retarded. And it made me lose... I tweeted this earlier. It makes me lose respect for Nicki Minaj. Because I'm like, why are you dating somebody this fucking stupid? Like, if he... If this is what he tweets, what is it like to actually hang out with him? Like... I wonder, like... I wonder his... I wonder what his tone is when he talks. Like, does he, like, yelling, like, in, like, small spaces and shit? Like, is his outside voice, like, his inside voice? Like, is it... (laughs) Like I, I really curious to like you know how he is in person or whatever or you know some people you know could probably take on a whole new I don't want to say personality but you know be a lot different from their rapper persona than their actual like personal persona or whatever the case is. Yeah, like you think he's like 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 he's really like soft spoken in real life like Ghost McDowell. Let me get a McDouble and uh, some but, small yeah, small the- fries and a McChicken. Hold on, wait a minute. Right, right, right. I was finished. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Let me want, get a big fish. I want to see. Uh, yeah, you know, and I don't know, like. I remember when I first heard Ply's Ply's real voice, and I was like, "This is the same nigga that rap." Like, it couldn't be. Before he started doing all these stupid ass fucking videos and shit, I just heard him in interviews, and and he was like, "That that don't sound like that's not Ply's." But like I say, it's accepted supplies, more. Supplies, supplies, supplies. That's I think that's better than my joke. From I can't last get, week. I can't get. I, I said I'll never forget the fucking Chris Rock shit from Fresh Prince. That's all I can think of. Supplies. <laughs> that's hilarious. 
But then you think of singers, though. No one gives a hit. And then it's funny you think about singers who have different voices than their uh, their singing voice. I remember hearing Michelle sing for years, and then I heard an interview, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this bitch?" <laughs> like she, I mean, she had like a 13 year old voice, and her her singing voice was like nothing of that shit. You know who always, who always fuck with me on that was Mariah Carey, because mm-hmm. she always was like known for hitting those like really really high notes. And being like really high pitched, and then you hear her talk, she got this like deep ass voice and shit. She sounds hood, dude. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was crazy. Speaking of random shit, so did you see it was a video uh, posted uh, sometime this week of of Diddy, French Montana. And, I didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, Diddy. Let me stop you right at Diddy. I didn't see it. Diddy, French Montana, and Sanai Lathan was hanging out. <laughs> Sorry. It's random grouping of people. Diddy, French Montana, and Larry King were all at the club. Dude, yeah, random as <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like three, you know, white man, black man, Chinese man walking the bar. That's about as just as random as that is. So they're like, it's a video of them hanging in the club and shit. You know what I'm saying? Her, both of them niggas. So then the video pans off, and then it's some like I forget the the weird part of the other. It's like just showing Diddy. Then it just shows Diddy in a car. I don't know if he's driving, but it is he's on the left side. Then you got French sitting in the right side. Then you got Sanaa Layton on his lap, all hugged up and shit. What the fuck? And so you know. The whole thing was running through, you know, Twitter that they was, you know, basically running on her and shit, you know, and I was just like, wow. How does, how does French Montana date the women he dates? Okay, because, like, let's work under the assumption that he's dating Sanai Lathan. So, we know he's dated Khloe Kardashian. Didn't he date Trina? The rapper that Trina? sounds real familiar. I think he dated Trina. And then we'll say Sanai Lathan for the sake of argument. How? How? Just how? How? He's not... He's not good looking. He's not talented. He's not rich. Because he's not like rich in the sense of like... Uh, so, so Like so, Lil Wayne or something like so, that. Like so, Lil Wayne is ugly, but like Lil Wayne is like... Speaking of uh, Wayne, I'm still shocked that he was able to impregnate Lauren London. I'm still like flabbergasted. That's with one that of one. the great mysteries of the world. Is how I don't I don't get it. Lil Wayne ugliest. He looks like a fucking gremlin, but like he's like mad popular. He's got to be mad rich. So it's like you could take that into account, but that shit don't factor into French Montana. Like if you go twenty years down the road, people will look back and be like. You remember when Lil Wayne was like Lil Wayne is like whether you like him or not, Lil Wayne left a mark on hip hop that's gonna last. Like he was in t- extremely relevant. He was extremely hot for a time and extremely popular. Like Lil Wayne left a mark on hip hop, whether you like him or not. French Montana is like I, I like French Montana is like if you look at a picture of the gal the big pictures of the galaxy and they're like that one little pixel is Earth and all of this is galaxy. I still don't. <laughs> like, I still that's don't, French Montana. I still don't get that, that French. And I someone said it because he's possibly in cahoots with Puff, but I still don't get why French Montana was on the uh, the Bad Boy re, uh, reunion uh, MTV thing. I don't either. I don't get how he's anything. Like he's not like he's never made anything good. He's not talented. 
He's not. I, I don't understand it. He's not. Has he put an album out? I think he put an album out, but I mean, what did he he sell fourteen and a half records? Like I don't know. Like I don't get how French Montana is dating people. I don't get how he's like okay. on stuff. Like, like how he's dating people. Yeah, I don't understand how he's dating people. How he's on television. How he's spoke spoken about. Like I don't understand why he is. Why he is? That's like, <laughs> like some philosophical shit. Why is French Montana? I, I Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't get it either. Because, like, when I mentioned Lil Wayne, I was like, 20 years down the road, we're going to look back and, like, whether you like it or not, Lil Wayne was relevant. 20 minutes down the road, French Montana ain't relevant. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Sonai Lathan? Like, somebody like, I know Sonai Lathan is, like, your, like, that's, That's yeah. your everything. Like, yeah. so, like, I don't know. You got to feel some kind of way about a trash nigga. I'm, like, fucking, like, assuming I'm, fucking, that fucking, I'm fucking pissed. Yeah, like, assuming that, like, working under the assumption for the sake of argument that they're fucking with each other. Like, you got to feel a way about that, man. Like, Sanai Lathan in French Montana? Well, I was still kind of curious man, of how... how like Sanai Lathan and Chief Keefe or something. I was curious how uh, JD was able to pull Janet. Yeah. But even then, at the very least, you can still look back. Jermaine Dupri is one of the most one of the most impactful people on hip hop, man. Like, so at least you can look at it like he has, uh, he has an impact on music. And you look at Janet Jackson, you're you know somebody who's impactful on music. And you can look at Jermaine Dupri as like, okay, they don't really look like a match, but at least she can. At least he has like that. Uh, important appeal like how a person might not be that attractive but if they're rich somebody right. might be attracted to him like well he's wealthy he has a yacht and he has you know a whole bunch of money so i'm attracted to that so maybe janet jackson be like i'm attracted to the fact that this guy had such a important impact on hip-hop like french montana has no impact on anything like nothing nothing so like i, I don't know that would make me that would really hurt me if i was like into I guess. I mean, I guess are. a lot of just you know, it's not about the the game. I guess like it's, it's the game. Out, it's not the looks. I guess. Or. That's like if I found out Maya was dating like Bobby Schmurder. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what I do. Like, oh my god, I've like had a crush on you for like fifteen years, and like, and you decided to fuck with this dude, like, right, Bobby Schmurder? Like what? Like somebody who's who was hot. Bobby Schmurder was hot for like a smooth three weeks. <laughs> that was like it. And that's how I look at French Montana and. To be perfectly honest, French Montana was never as hot as Bobby Schmurder was for three weeks. No, you're right. <laughs> he, he wasn't, man. He still hasn't been, so I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Nor will he ever be. Bobby Schmurder was hot for three weeks. French Montana has been like, I'm waiting on this pot of water to boil. Like, I'm watching it, and it's just not boiling. Like, that's French Montana. Like, a watch pot never boils. He's the watch pot that never boils. He just sat there, lukewarm, just with sm- with steam coming off, but not actually ever boiling. Yeah, I don't get it. I'll, yeah, I'll never get that one. Yeah. Huh? Oh. So fucking whack, man. <laughs> Hate that nigga. <laughs> so, that uh, nigga we're only about, we're at 110, so we ain't too bad. That was fast. Right. Like, that's what she said. <laughs> We spent forty minutes boring people to death with like math and fucking. I think people would be intrigued. The French language. I think people would be intrigued with the French language and uh, hom- homograms and homophones. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we get like three, 
three listens after like three days or some shit. Especially when I named this episode Gradio. Gradio. <laughs> they were like, what the Gradio. fuck? Are you going to spell it as Gradio? I'm going to spell it G-R-A-T-T-Y-O. Gradio. Gradio. <laughs> Niggas are going to know what the fuck we're talking about. So, um, make them listen to find out. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then we have thirty plays. And then we have thirty <laughs> plays, right? And then we learn like we can't do this shit anymore. I should have named it Gradio. <laughs> should have did that shit. This is bullshit. I should have named it Sandra Bland dies in her mugshot. <laughs> you know, I think it's probably a lot of people selling shit based on that. So, so I guess, I guess we talk. I don't. I I still haven't watched the dash cam video. Of Sandra Bland incident. I don't know why you so opposed to watching videos lately. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like you know. I guess for me, it's like the like fact that to read this non-this non-violent stop turned into ultimately her dying. It's just so like I don't know. I said I was gonna watch it before for the podcast, but I didn't. Um, and I, I and I probably still will. I don't want to though. Well. You don't have to watch it to... I mean, like I said, I can just tell you the bare bones of it. And I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched, like, the first... the the. Well, I can't say the vast majority of important shit happens in the first 10 to 15 minutes because I didn't watch the whole thing. But it's, like, 52 minutes long. So I don't know what happens in the last 40 minutes of it. Okay. But um, the first 12 minutes or so is the actual, like, stop and arrest and shit like that. I don't know how long it goes on. But um, basically what happens is that he pulls her over for a a lane change without signaling. Which already is like a shitty pullover. Like, already that's like, okay, you pulled me over for this, not signaling. But, so he pulls her over and he asks, you know, does, you know, the typical license registration shit. And he, she gives her the information. I think there's a part where he didn't she didn't give her driver's license at first and then she's like oh my bad and gives him the driver's license so he goes back sits in the car does whatever the fuck the police do for 30 minutes while you while you sitting there waiting and then he goes back and he's like he's like poking and prodding at her like it's almost like he can tell she's frustrated so he's saying shit to like to make it come out like he wants to get an excuse to wild out and he's like, you seem irritated. She, and she's like, well, I am irritated. You pulled me over for fucking not using my turn signal. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I am ir- irritated. And he's like, he says, I'm like, are you done? And I, I, she's like, yeah, whatever. You know, you, you asked me what was wrong. He says, he's like, you asked me what was wrong with me. Like, so I answered. Right, it wasn't like I was just volunteering. Yeah, like I was just like, shit. you know, wilding. You asked me, so I answered. Whatever. So um, then he inexplicably says, can you put out your cigarette? And that's what, to me, that's when the video turned for me. And, like, throughout the rest of the video, she's complaining about getting arrested for not signaling. But for me, when my interpretation of the video was that the whole shit sparked from him, from him asking her to put out her cigarette. And, like, what's the point of that? Like, what difference, like, that's really is just you exploiting your power. Like, what difference does it make if she's sitting in her car smoking her cigarette? Why does she have to put it out? And she says something like, I'm in my car. Why do I have to put out my cigarette? And that's when he's like, all right, get out of the car. Like what? Like why she gotta get out the car? Like she, she didn't want to put out her. What cigarette? did she do at like, that you point? You don't have the authority to tell somebody to put out a fucking cigarette, right? And especially for the, and for that to be the moment where you say you got to get out the car now. Like he was just like he really just wanted a reason. And it's like as soon as like I'm gonna ask you to do some shit that's completely irrelevant that has nothing to do with anything, and you say 
She didn't even say, I'm not going to put on my cigarette. She asked, why well, I got to put on my cigarette? And he's like, all right, get out the car. Like, he was just waiting for a reason. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to get out the car. So he opens the car and starts to try to pull her out of it. And I guess she's, we can't really see, but I guess she's like, you know, fighting back or whatever, not getting out or whatever. He's trying to pull her out. And then dude just pulls his gun out. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, so then once he does that, she gets out the car. And then like he puts, it, off camera, I guess he puts the handcuffs on her. He's like being rough with her. She's saying like, you, you about to break my wrist. Like, you, you know, whatever. He's like, stop fighting me. Stop fighting me. And. This is all kind of ha- happening off camera. He's telling her to put her phone away or something like that. And she goes and sits it on, like, the back of her car after he is even more wild with her. So I guess she just says, fuck it, and puts it on the back of her car. And back off camera again, there's more, I guess, supposed it, like, back and forth physical where she's saying, like, you know, you hurt my wrist or whatever. And there's one point where she says something like, you just slammed my face in the ground. And she's like, I got epilepsy or something. He's like, good. Like, I'm like, good? Like, this shit is completely out of control. And then you hear some other cop that sounds like a black woman, actually, who is, like, taking his side. Like, you should have never argued with him or some shit like that. I, I can't remember what she said, but it was some shit taking the cop's side. At that point, that's when I just stopped watching. I'm like, okay, I can't deal with this no more. But, and then and then now she's dead, supposedly from, quote-unquote, suicide. And for me, the whole, the whole part of it that bothered me the most was the cigarette shit. Like, I, I don't... I don't get why... Well, actually, no, I do get it. He asked her to put the cigarette out because he knew that she was in a bad mood. He knew that would probably send her over the edge and give him his, give him an excuse to do what cops do now. And I think what's most appalling to me is the fact that it's such a brazen thing to do because right now we're living in a time where cops are under such scrutiny because cops are killing black folks left and right. And right now we're pissed off we're not taking it we're well i'm not gonna say we're not taking it. we're pissed off we're firing off a bunch of tweets and shit people are angry and if i was a cop right if i was a white cop and i just hated fucking black people and i was like you know what i'm a cop i got power i'm gonna fucking give these black people a hard time i would also be like well, shit is hot right now there's a lot of heat out here there's a lot of scrutiny i need to be on my p's and q's to make sure that i don't get in trouble the fact that they don't even care, like, they're just like, you know what, I don't even give a fuck. Like, somebody, some cop just got in trouble for killing a black person last week, I don't give a fuck. I hate these niggas that much that I'm not even going to chill out while all this heat is on us. That's the most appalling part to me, that they're just so hateful and so just disrespectful of other human rights that they don't even care that they're under the microscope. They're like, I'm under the microscope, and I'm going to fucking kill you anyway. I don't give a fuck. That's what angers me the most about it. And then what angers me the second most about it, at this point, is the fact that we still ain't doing shit. Like, all we doing is firing off a bunch of fucking tweets. I don't know. What, I'm sick of tweets. I'm I don't know what we're supposed to do, though, though. I don't know. What, what, what do you... I don't know what to do. Well... <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, don't I mean, if I could say what I would like to happen... <laughs> But I mean, shit. Fuck it. Why not? I don't know, man. I really don't know what to do. I don't. Um. I mean, we could march all we want. We could tweet. And all I'm gonna say is, talking about how sick of it we are, and marching, and protest, and tweets. I'm over it all. 
You There's think? No point. I mean, cause you Nothing's think? You think? I mean, do you think if they just start killing cops, it's gonna like make it better? Do you think that if? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I don't know what what can be done so they say that you know what well, we st- we should stop fucking with but black folks and just people in general. But I pose this question to you: If you were a cop, right, and you're a white cop, and you a white cop that don't like black people, and Say the ten cops before you, who did something wrong, whether it be an illegal arrest or killing a kid or killing an unarmed guy, killing an unarmed black man, and trying to say that he stole your taser, all the fucking shit that's happened, and you saw all that happen, and all of them cops got away with it, and the only thing that happened from it was media backlash, and you were the next, say you were you were a cop and you're continuing your job how inclined would you be to not be out of control how inclined would you be to be careful if there were really no repercussions that happened other than a bunch of angry ass tweets and protests you're not though i mean i get it you're not you mean if now i'm not saying I'm, (laughs) i'm definitely not gonna say i endorse this and i'm not gonna say uh i think we should do this but on the flip side, let's just say hypothetically, every white cop that killed a black person uh, for no reason, some unarmed black person, it was wrong or whatever, and say like there was some Batman ass vigilante who every time that shit happened, like Dexter, he or some yeah, shit. like Dexter. That's the perfect example. Say there was a Dexter. Who every time that shit happened, that cop ended up dead. How inclined would you be at that point to do some shit? You would think twice. If all the cops before you who did that shit ended up running into Dexter, how inclined would you be to do some fucked up shit you, if you, that was happening? You wouldn't. And that's an extreme case. That's an extreme case. But the point is, if they were seeing repercussions for this, real repercussions other than some fucking tweets and some signs that say we're not going to take it anymore... How inclined would you be to do that shit if you saw real repercussions from it? Oh, right, right. You wouldn't. And just take it just a step up, uh, a logical step forward. If police agencies were reprimanding their police officers for doing this shit, they wouldn't do it anymore. So just take, we'll just take out the hypotheticals of, of, of some superhero or Dexter, some serial killer of cop killers and some shit. Yeah. Just say if... Police agencies were not allowing this anymore. And so the dude that kills or whoever, I don't know who killed or how she died. But let's go back to any of the other ones. Let's go to Eric Garner. Let's go to Mike Brown. Let's go to the Ezell Ford. Let's go to any of the countless other ones. If these people were fully prosecuted under the law, that would stop shit. There's no way in hell all of these people can be killed and... The police started reprimanding and putting these people in jail that they wouldn't stop. It it was it it would, it would definitely decline. I'll so say, I'll say this: I think there's a better chance of a Dexter or a race war than there is of police being properly disciplined. Oh, absolutely! I think that. I think that's what's more likely to eventually happen. I agree. I that, totally agree. And I'm, I'm, I will say this: that's what I want. 
and I'm not gonna say what I want is Dexter, but I'm gonna say what I want is I would I I I think I will go so far as to say at this point I think a race war is like more likely and beneficial than police being held accountable by the law. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Ever. Not well, I'm not gonna say ever, but like not anytime soon. Like I don't think that I don't think we're just gonna all of a sudden people are gonna be like, you know what, the police are wrong, let's start disciplining disciplining them and holding them accountable. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think the only way this changes is if we take it into our own hands. And if if they start feeling like, you know what, they're fighting back now. And I think fighting back is the only way that we start to actually see any change or at the very least feel vindicated. Like, because they're just killing us with impunity. Like, they don't give a fuck. And if they're killing us and they don't give a fuck and all we do is post signs and fire off tweets, what motivation do they have to stop? But if all of a sudden we start fighting back, like, basically on some Malcolm X shit versus some Malcolm... Um, Malcolm X, some Malcolm X shit versus some Martin Luther King shit. If we start taking more of a Malcolm route versus a Martin route, I think we'll see. I don't necessarily want to say progress, but I think we'll see. If progress means that less black folks are being killed by the police, that's progress. Then, then progress. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, I mean that's the thing. I think if they think that, because I, I can you imagine what what this current world that we live in would be like if all of a sudden there were some there was some like black activist or vigilante I'm gonna say vigilante because you can't do this openly so some like black vigilante who started so like acting revenge so like on, a daredevil for like <laughs> yeah like some some activist or vigilante who actually started taking revenge to where like like just like Batman's perfect example, like criminals are like, well, I want to rob this dude, but I don't know where Batman is right now. And Batman has a tendency to show up when fucked up shit is going on. <laughs> like, so they're gonna be like, I don't know, Batman might show up. Like, what if there was like, if there was a situation where, if you're a white police officer or even not not a police officer, just a regular old fucking clan member, or some shit, and you're thinking like, you know, right now. There are black people or a black person who is actually killing motherfuckers for doing this shit. How inclined would you be? You would at least think twice. And I think right now they ain't even thinking twice. Because the, the media shit and all this protesting and shit, that ain't that don't mean shit to them. They're still living their lives and getting away with it. Well, now, yeah. I mean, as you see now, I mean, there's been many a protests. You know, I've participated in a few that were here because of things happening i've seen them everywhere you know you know we've had we have activists like deray and you know all these other people who are you know pushing the movement of 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 verbally communicating that you know we're we're not going to tolerate this anymore but we can't there's nothing that's happening as a result there are no there are not many convictions there are there's no uh, it's still happening. So yeah, I, I would, you know, I, like you say, you can't condone. <laughs> you can't you know, just come out and say like, I wish we just start killing these motherfuckers. Like you can't say some shit like that. I, but you I know saw what? a video. But, I saw a video of a gang of black dudes beating up some fucking Confederate flag 
motherfucker at, at that rally in South Carolina, and I watched that, and I was like, "We need more of this." <laughs> but the thing is, though, the, the thing is, though, you know, you have a killer who, uh, the, say, any this I don't even random killer, but say the dude that shot up all the killed all the folks and shot shot the folks at um in Denver, the in Colorado, Colorado guy, yeah, or, uh, Aurora, yeah, the Joker guy, he killed all them people. I want death for him to happen. Why can't you want death for these cops that are killing killing us off for for non-violent crimes? I, I feel that I could want that for the same way. I th- I feel that's not. I don't think that's a that's something we you know is is that shouldn't be said. I want the same fate for the for these cops that are killing us. The same fate that any other uh, person get in law for that's shit fair. happening. That's so fair. yeah, I, I think that no fuck that. I think they should die just like they've killed all these folks that they're killing. The guy that that killed Eric Gardner. He's never been charged, nothing. But the fucking uh, they gave uh, the family five million, right, for a wrongful death. But there's nothing happened to him. He doesn't have to pay any money. It's not like he's paying into this five million. I'd use my nothing. five million to hire Dexter. <laughs> Dude, I would use every drop, every fucking drop. I'll be broke. Like hey, every Dexter drop. Take this five million to make this happen. He, I'll be broke. He's gonna come up fucking missing. And I just think, you know, I fucked that dude. There's, you know, there's no reason. Fuck this. This this, this is our fucking podcast. Fuck yeah, this man, shit. I, mean, we, it's I can see it. There is no reason that, that that should happen. This is funny as hell. I think we have guests. The unannounced guests? Unannounced. Oh, is that Dan and Matisse? Yep. <laughs> Did you know they were coming? Nope. Oh, okay. Maybe they messaged me. <laughs> nope. Nope. So this is how this is how we live in now. Y'all just roll up on an ounce. What up, though? Yeah, hey, I saw... Hey, and then you crept without the music and shit. So, <laughs> I ain't hear you. I'm like, wait. I see a... I hear, I hear doors opening and shit. What up, What's though? up, though? Right, sure, man, man. Well, this is, uh, at least I cast it on the picture. So <laughs> I had to come through. Yeah. Shit. We, man, we just said he almost killed this motherfucker. But... We, nigga. I'm gonna steal my first cup. Oh, sorry. Well, you well, got... Well, I almost done my first cup. Yeah, long day. You put one of them chairs. Oh, yeah. So we were just talking about how um, we feel like white bodies need to pile up. <laughs> hey, we can do it if y'all want to. Well, I'm not putting myself out there like that. <laughs> um, but you know, if it happens, you know, so so be it. Yeah. Um, so, but I was, I think that that's the only way we're gonna start to see something happen is if if is if these police start actually seeing some real life repercussions, and even and with real life repercussions, I don't mean. Hey, I just killed a 12-year-old boy for no reason and now the police force has to pay money or no, I, I just lost my job or I'm on a fucking paid leave. Like it need to be like, "Hey, I just saw this other police officer killed his 12-year-old boy for no reason and now he's dead." Like <laughs> I think that's kind of what we need to see in order to see some shit start happening. I think basically what it really boils down to and it's crazy because like as a kid growing up reading about uh, Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X. It's kind of widely, I wouldn't say widely believed, but from what I've experienced, there were far more people who supported the Martin Luther King action versus the Malcolm X action. And I think right now we need far more Martin Luther King. That's kind of the same things going on now, really, though. I mean, because, you know, being activist is kind of one of the things, I won't say in things, but that's kind of what's, what's happening. Kinda and. Yeah. 
And there's nothing, you know, no one, uh, yeah, he's pulled pull one of those. Yeah, DeRay is the shit, pull man. Like, I want to pull one of those. <laughs> DeRay is the shit, man. Like, I, I, you know, I like what he does or whatever, man, but, like, I feel like we have people like DeRay that will bring attention to this shit. And he'll, he's going to let people know what the fuck is going on in situations where they might not know. But we need a we need a Malcolm X to let motherfuckers know this shit ain't gonna fly. That's what we need. We need somebody to let let these motherfuckers know that there's gonna be consequences. What the fuck just happened? What did you give them? So I was a t- what is that? <laughs> it's a double shot. Oh no, it's just a regular shot. Oh, I think. Bacardi Lamont. Bacardi Lamont, man. So Bacardi Lamont is like the the drink of my college years. So <laughs> I used to drink. I don't, man, man I, 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 I used to drink. It was good. I used to drink it with uh, with, 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 with tropical Quirk. punch. Oh man, that came out what ninety two, ninety three. Oh, hey, you sir, remember I don't know when it came, came out? out. Right. <laughs> 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 it has a release date. Yeah. He was a, he, he was a Carly Lamont. Have a Carly Lamont drop next week. Damn, like you can say when it came out, dog. Dude, I don't think I've ever heard. A time while I was sitting around and drinking shit, be like, yeah, I remember when that came out. Like, <laughs> no, I don't remember that shit. No, not at all. I that was. I do remember when Hypnotic came out. Now nah, I was gonna say that. I, it's funny you said. I was just about to say that was one of the ones I remember when it came out. Other than that, I, don't I kind of remember seventeen thirty eight when it dropped. Seventeen thirty eight. Sorry, I had to do it. I had to close one eye when I said it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Carly Lamont was my fucking that was my college dream, dog. And what's crazy is that like that shows how inexperienced of a drinker I was because I would never buy Bacardi Lamont now. Like I I cannot fuck with that shit. Well, I would drink like if he tossed me a shot, yeah, I would drink it. But I wouldn't like like like, let me go get a fifth of Bacardi Lamont. Like no, I can do better. Like (laughs) I can drink better than that. No, they had they had. I used to guzzle that shit. They had those things that uh for a dollar. At the uh, store up the street. Is that was Bacardi Mango Fusion. No, it, it was a couple of random. I just bought a couple of random ones oh, okay. and shit. And uh, this is Sunday when I went up to uh, Refrit Picnic. You toss me one, fuck nigga. Well, you, was, you know, <laughs> I ain't think about other liquor and shit because we were drinking, but I realized <laughs> I probably drank most of them. You, um, you, went, you went to the. There's picnic? no probably about it. Yeah, I went to the picnic. <laughs> How many fuck boys you see down there? All of them. Yeah. Hey, all, all the all fuck boys. <laughs> you the fuck boy. You get a fuck boy. Yeah, I, you know, shit. it's like you know, I, I've been to the the uh, referee picnic, so I don't know what, even what year they're celebrating. Like, is it whose anniversary it's year? Seventy two, seventy two through seventy three. Well, I, what? Well, so it was like a reunion. Yeah, but it's all years and shit. On Sunday, they end up doing all year picnics. So it's all the years, and they just be at uh, for rooms. everybody who's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> And so, everybody we didn't lose to the gun. Steel in the eighth Right. So they um they usually right at uh is that Spinoza? Spinoza. Yeah. And Joy right at that corner. What are you looking for? A lighter? My screw. Oh. <laughs> to put in there. I think I might have left it on the other table. And I'm definitely not about to go get up and get it. No, I was about to get one sure myself. I'm almost done with my cigar screw. Yeah. I, you know what's funny? I meant to pull those out before I even sat down. I swear I brought it over here. I got a basket of cigar screws. <laughs> that's what they're... That's what it's made for. 
That's what it's made for. That's not the same size damn shit, is it? Those different, ain't they? Those that's in the jingles, the jingles, yeah, same one. I got remember, I got to pack. I got to pack that up because Monica, Monica's taking it this weekend. Oh, here you go. Would it be cool if like paint the ends of them? That'd be sweet. I want to just paint them. Period. What the fuck? Oh, that gambler special. Yeah, man, we, we gotta check that out at J and R. We just need to all just buy it and just sit around and just start smoking. So, you, have you seen that? The gamble. I saw yeah. Lewis posted in the. Uh, you gotta know Leslie. 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 Yeah. Le- Leslie, yeah. I, said I was like, do Lewis even smoke? Who's Lewis? <laughs> no, yeah, Leslie. My bad. I saw Leslie post that in the uh, in the group. Yeah. That's all. What he got? Yeah. 40, I saw that. Forty-seven dollars. Yeah, I saw. It. I was like, because oh, I meant to ask him how much it cost, but I asked him how much something cost before he didn't answer. So I was like, I'm not gonna ask now. I think it don't even. Yeah, I, I, I seen him post how much it was. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I saw him post how much it was. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, damn, what were we talking about? But that's basically forty-seven for a box. Yeah, like a little about, over two dollars a uh, stick. Yeah, I take that. I take that uh, gamble on. Uh, I pay forty-seven. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna get, yeah, but I get twenty-five of them. Sticks. You yeah. gotta get. You gotta have at least good ten good ones. Yeah, at least ten yeah. out of that. And after that, I think that's worth fucking forty-five dollars. Yeah. Right. For ten good. fucking what's the shit you get? That's some shit. Two fucking sticks pay for the box. Yeah. Damn yeah. get. Them, oh, it's my Davidoffs. Yeah, so shit. <laughs> if you get one good stick out the bitch, you, man, you like, get one good fuck. stick, you be like, yes. Yeah, Davidoffs. They, I think it seemed like fuck they started you, like fifteen up, and, and I then, still haven't had one. Man, it's an awesome experience, yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, your punk ass bought the whole box right before I went. All right. <laughs> you had to hold on. Wait. I thought you were the same. You didn't get two goddamn. No, they were different. Well, you got the wrong. I got the original one. Yeah. Where the fuck you find either? At the pinwheel store, whatever that liquor store is, right? Wagon train. Wagon train. I pinwheel? <laughs> I totally got that off. Totally I got that off. You used to go to the store and be able to find them pinwheels. <laughs> you like eight of them bitches. <laughs> Wagon train. Hey, where they at, though? Wagon train, but yeah. <laughs> where they at, though? Shit. Do we have anything else to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> Us getting here right now. How we get Oh, we we going to talk about that black Twitter article. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah, yeah, that that was it. Damn, I screwed up. If you out. want to talk about that, I don't care. We can, we cannot. I don't, I don't care. Uh, I mean, we can, we can't. I mean, I don't give a hell. What was that shit about? I don't know. That's I'm like, we don't have to <laughs> shit. Trying to remember, like, what was that shit about? I don't remember. Oh, it's some shit where they were saying like, uh, somebody was he white? No, he wasn't white. He was like a corny looking black dude. He was a corny black guy. And he wrote an article basically talking about how black Twitter hopped on Tiger for. Uh, basically fucking a well allegedly fucking with a transsexual and was basically saying like black twitter was like mad transphobic and being uh pretty hateful and then black twitter itself was like how dare you call us how dare you call us transphobic when like early in the week black twitter was saying hey you niggas is hating on tigers being mad transphobic and i was like like how you gonna get mad at the motherfucker for saying the same shit you were saying earlier in the week like, that shit didn't make no sense to me. And they was, like, mad angry. Like, how dare this guy point his finger at black Twitter for saying the same shit that we was just saying earlier in the week. Like, it was like... And like you said, he, like they were just mad that it wasn't, like, one of their fucking black Twitter heroes that said it as opposed to... So that's what I thought. I, I, my, I still think that's what it is. My thing was, like, you know, it wasn't one of their favorite people who, who called them out. So it's, like, anybody that's not in, like, a circle of, like... 
or, or Black Twitter elite. Yeah, you know they called them out. That's why they 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 fell away. Cause I, I started when you told me, I was just like, yeah, that's bullshit. Um, one of y'all need to change your name. Y'all need to be like Mike and Mike. So like, that's already a show though. I know. Like Otis and Otis. Like, I don't know. I'm looking at the whole experience of being here for live talk on the radio. Yeah, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck yeah. are you from? Is somebody gonna find out how fucked up he is right now? I was, I was just about to ask, like, so what, what was you drinking, Doc? No, it's not even that. Just thinking about this. How was your? How? What? What have you done tonight so far? And what's your day been like? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Yeah, we in Chevelle. Chevelle's. We just left he Chevelle's. Was Chevelle's. I met him at Chevelle's. Yeah, I was at uh, O'Reilly's in uh, Ferndale. Oh, O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly's. Dead. You better look at him, O'Reilly. I mean, uh, 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 Chanelli's or whatever the fuck that. Nope. Still on. I'm like, nigga. So I'm like, I was like, was at a bar trying to make it sound like he was at the auto store. Right. Right. I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> But I'm the drunk one, though, no, right? <laughs> 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 you was an old Shillelagh, nigga. You ain't an old Shillelagh. No. No, not even. I mean, that no. was the old time here. Oh, 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 shit. Rosie O'Grady's. Oh, 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 shit. I couldn't even remember the name of it, but I knew it wasn't I none of those. I, just, I knew it wasn't the ride. Oh, I knew it wasn't the cookie mark. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was at the auto store. So how was your experience? Nigga, you O'Reilly's like ain't open at 11 yeah, o'clock at night. Did you eat or did you just drink? Yeah, yeah. yeah, their food is good. Yeah, the food is good. That's a good-ass drink. Get that break Price is like mediocre. This guy ain't stopping for shit. <laughs> yeah, me and the wife went. We, we went there a while back. Well, I can't put the shot in my gas tank and drive. The food's good though. <laughs> Look, you all over the place, dog. <laughs> I, I, I take it the drinks is pretty good there. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all I drank was beer last time I went, so I don't know. But uh, the food, the shot. food's cool. good. That's why I started off with there. <laughs> what the drinks? The, the IPA beers. <laughs> yeah, they, they're good. Yeah, yeah, you get fucked up. Damn, then then I met up with Matisse at uh, Chevelle's, and that's when it went downhill. So that's why I can't remember the name of the place I was at. <laughs> so I wasn't there so that ain't my fuck. <laughs> I should have this shit under control already. I was going to be on the radio. I went there on those What? So is Chevelle's a bar or a strip club? Bar. It's a bar. bar. It sounds like a strip club to me. Like every time somebody says, yeah. anytime one of y'all say Chevelle's, I think I it's a strip it club. That's like a strip club to me. Well, it's going to be a bikini Saturday. When? No. Hey, oh, when Saturday, nigga? That's when. <laughs> What's going on right now? I'm like this. Man, man. Them bartenders, they, yeah. they look nice. Daniel's at O'Reilly. Otis don't know when Bikini Saturday <laughs> is. I hadn't heard nothing about this Bikini Saturday. This hurt. But I'm going to be uh, putting bait this hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I got a DJ gig Saturday, too. So man, you can bring that shit there. <laughs> <laughs> Who are going to put in bay? Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah. So and and Chris. <laughs> is uh Lewis coming? No, Lewis canceled. Alright, fuck Lewis then. Damn, all right. Fuck Lewis then. How about yeah. this? You grab you can grab something uh so one of those up there. What? Oh. So if you know what Java yeah, Uner is like, mm-hmm. it's like shit. What are you about to do? Or at least like six, seven times shot. that size. Wait, you're gonna Damn, that's good. Yeah. I wish we were taking a video of what's about to happen. <laughs> You're pretty fucking perfect, you think, don't you? Fucking I just know he better not spill no shit. 
no fucking alcohol abuse around here. I guess he's been pouring liquor in bottles for a while now, so. I mean, a while as in like. You are a talented motherfucker. That was that was very impressive, sir. <laughs> See if he can do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, it ain't no left. No, this nigga just poured from a. A from a bottle into to a, a shot bottle into a shot bottle with that little ass you know like the little one dollar shot bottles you can buy at the liquor store with Those. the little ass mouth on the uh, bottle 105 with tax that's amazing wow you really gonna go to the top and huh? considering the condition yeah. he's in clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> barely to look between like alcohol and fatigue is like yes so Kelly's gonna stop by he said do you wanna bring anything yes he he off work. Tell him, he bought to. He, he said he said he told me earlier to get off at midnight. Eleven fifty eight. So yeah, he may stop by. So uh, <laughs> we wrap up the podcast. We can just keep this going because uh, I'm off work <laughs> until Monday. So <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah, so, so yeah. Uh, so I'll be working at what? Uh, I can be there. Six forty five. I can be there seven. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Y'all niggas, man. Y'all dedicated to this drinking life. Well, right, well, actually, I got to be there like four thirty, five. From what I hear, you're routinely late, though. So, no, <laughs> no, he's on time. He just I'm always on time. I got this where I be. You be in the group, like, yeah, I just got to work late. No, no, nah, he gets to work on time. It's 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 amazing that he gets to work on time. I think that's the that's the big thing. But he probably said it once, maybe. And he probably looking like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, and you closed your app, you did it again. So that's yeah. What he thought. Oh, he late. Every oh, blue moon, late. I'm late. But yeah, he most of time I'm like an hour ahead of time. What the fuck, man? Yeah. It's that fucking Japanese yeah. blood. Fuck, man. It's, it's a curse. <laughs> Apparently, I got some of that shit somewhere. It's a curse to get to work on time. <laughs> no, ahead of time. Like an hour early. Like yeah, I be, be work an hour early. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Just just last early. fucking Wednesday, I fucking with Jerry up at Snuggers, man. I left out that motherfucker at three thirty in the fucking morning. Had to be there at six forty five. Man, and I can't do it. it, dog. Can't do it. I did. I used to though. When I worked at, uh, I used to work at Target, and I worked a, uh, a night shift where I had to be there at four o'clock in the morning. And I was photographing events at the time for a publication, mm-hmm. so I would go out. And when you go to these events, since I was a photographer, I didn't have to pay to go in, and, and it'd be like events sometimes that had open bars and shit like that. So I would go to these events to photograph and get drunk. And I leave the event at two. Have to be at work at four o'clock. But I mean, that was in my my stellar, not my stellar drinking age, but better than I am now. Now, shit, nah, man. If I had to be at work at seven o'clock, I'd already be gone. Should be. Should, yeah, should, should be. be going. Should be. Very good. But meanwhile, these yeah, niggas got to be yeah. at work at six o'clock, pouring Every from week. a fifth into a shot cup. Why the fuck? Yeah. Wait, looking like. Well, we won't bore, bore our listeners with this one, but we can, we're going to hey, continue on afterwards. All the motherfuckers going to try to do it right now. But, uh, Everybody's in your video. But uh, thanks thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. I guess we can close out. Uh, you can uh, find all our uh, pages, uh, What Up The Podcast on Twitter, What Up The Podcast, Facebook, and... Everything. And what Up The Podcast on everything. everything. Yeah. And um, the GoFundMe? It's still going. We forgot about it? Yeah, we forgot really about it. We it, but... Yeah, we... we, uh, we if you're so inclined, feel I think, free to contribute to the GoFundMe. I think we're at $140, so we're still trying to push up to our goal of 500 We haven't got there yet, but hopefully within the next month or two, we'll get if there. If we can get up to three, we would really, really appreciate y'all. Right. So, 
think so, three three could at least get us the equipment we need. So right. So three. you can find our links in any of our tweets. So yeah, you got twenty five dollars to spare. You got five dollars awesome. to spare. I was say no. You let me finish. If you got twenty five dollars to spare, you're awesome. If you got five dollars to spare, hey, you're awesome too. So we'll take uh, we'll take anything you got. Shit, I take a roll of pennies. He'll take a roll. He'll take a roll. We don't want a roll of pennies. We want actual <laughs> so donations. Awesome, but what if I get a lot of rolls of pennies? Then what? The kind of jingle is cool, but we like the kind of foes. Yeah. Uh, what, that was from uh, what? Come to America. You remember when they were doing the uh, the fundraiser at the beginning with sexual chocolate and? Okay. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, uh, see y'all later. Peace. Peace.